This is Robert Mardlachi, the Mindshare Learning Port Canada's Learning and Technology e-magazine here at the Mindshare Workspace in beautiful Air Mills Town Centre in the great city of Mississauga. I'm honoured to have a Mindshare Learning Moment podcast with author Sandeep Grover, former BlackBerry executive, on his new book, Are You a Cruiser? Street Smartness at Life, Work, and Everything in Between. He is a senior business and technology leader with proven skills in establishing digital transformation, strategy planning for performance and execution while building dynamic teams globally. With over 20 years of comprehensive experience, in-depth knowledge in diverse business operations, processes, and people management, and three years as a Six Sigma Black Belt. Congratulations, Sandeep. Thank you for joining me uh, today. I hope you and your family are healthy and well. Thank you, Rob. Great to see you. And um, thank you for such a kind introduction and kind words. Hope you're in family as well. Well, you know, it's always great to connect with the people in our community here at the Mindshare Workspace. One of your former BlackBerry colleagues who uh, <laughs> is a member of our co-working innovation space. That's the beauty of what we do. We really build community and connecting with you and learning about your new book and how relevant it is uh, to our sector, both the workspace and our learning community, you know, focused on K to 12 and, and post-secondary education and lifelong learning. I mean, there's something in it for everyone. What inspired the, you to write this book? Absolutely. I think learning never stops, as you rightly said. Um, the biggest thing that inspired me to write this book was really working with a lot of individuals who are interns and younger professionals who are just starting their careers, always focused on the technical hard skills. You know, you've got medicine and um, technology and, and kids are now learning computers and technology at a very, very young age. As they grow into the workspace, as they come into the workspace and start, like they, they, are, they are shocked by the true reality of the situation where people are dealing with emotions and nervousness and confidence. And that's where I think a lot of young professionals lack behind. This book is all about introducing those soft skills to these kids and to these young professionals. Mm -hmm. And things that they have not learned at school, they've not handled um, in their team activities with their parents and the families and friends. So this book hopefully introduces in a very nice and subtle way what these soft skills are and what they mean um, to their successes. Fascinating. Now, uh, you, I sense you have a lot of street smarts. Uh, uh, you know, it's a combination of your academic training, right? That you've, you've got some great credentials, a business degree and technology degree. And then you have your street smarts and uh, learning from failure is very important as well. I recall coaching my kids hockey team when we didn't have great teams and we lose pretty badly some games. And I would say, guys, you learn more from losing than winning. Correct. And, and, uh, no doubt your experience at BlackBerry comes into play and you can, that's another book that you can write next. A lot of people have learned from that experience. I can tell you that. Right. You're absolutely right. I think it's, it's so important that the academics and the technique technology knowledge should be combined with the practical knowledge that includes negotiation and influencing and learning from failure and be resilient through this process. I never say that we all learned, you know, I'll be in my seventies one day and hopefully, and still be learning. And uh, I think that's that's what this book kind of tells you a little bit more about is it's learning never stops. You continue right. to learn from failures. 
you pick up where you you left off, you fall down, you dust off, and you keep going from there. It's an important uh, element as well, which right. uh, drives you to get into an action. You know, well, I, I'm, I'm so impressed with your positivity and the notion of the growth mindset in lifelong learning is part of our DNA and our philosophy here. Mm -hmm. And and it's also part of the smart city ecosystem. We were you know involved with the city smart uh, a consultation that they had. And uh, we were the most successful location of the five or six that they uh, participated in because we nurture community, we nurture the future work and learning. Uh, talk to me about uh, one of the highlights of the book and, and the theme behind it. You have, it's about storytelling and you have a character that's kind of weaved throughout it to give uh, the readers uh, a kind of intriguing uh, curiosity uh, yeah. and flow to it. And thank you for that question because that's a very important one as well. I do have a character in the book. Her name is Winnie and she's a little girl. She's 13 years old. Um, she grew up in Singapore and Eastern Europe. So she's seen some hardships, but she's your character who's an anchor of the book who tells you the stories, you know, so the, the book is the center around concepts, stories and action plan. That's how simple it is. So when you look at the concept, you know, asking a question, why is it important to ask a question when you're not sure? Um, she'll tell you a story. Um, how asking questions saved somebody or helped somebody get better and progress in their careers, and then tells you an action plan. You know, take these action steps today, not tomorrow, not theoretical. Here's some very tactical things for you to deal with today. Um, the other thing that she talks about is vulnerability, right? Asking questions and saying, I don't know. A lot of people are Googling everything these days and they are know it all. And as soon as you do that, your growth mindset stops. You're not learning anymore. And so it's a, it's a combination and collection of very simple topics focused on concepts, stories, and action plan. And winning the little girl takes you there. Fascinating. You touch a really important point that struck a chord with me. It's a notion of curiosity and asking questions. You know, oftentimes it would get me in trouble. Uh, there are people that I knew that were... I discovered weren't that ethical because I was asking a lot of questions and they didn't like answering them. So I knew to distance myself back in the day, you know, and when I was just starting out in business, but, uh, but curiosity and, uh, and, and knowing the right questions to ask as well is really important. Even with Google, you can, you know, Google's a great resource, yeah. but you need to ask the really concise right. question to get the best quality answer. That is, that is precisely right. And I think, uh, as I said, I've talked to a lot of PhDs and researchers while I was writing the book. The more I talk to those people, they'll tell you, I don't know. And that's not a thing to be frustrated about. That thing is to be celebrated because as soon as you know, you say, I don't know, you're ready to learn more. And um, as you talk to these learned people, they'll tell you, you know, they're not ready to say that they learn it all. And so I, I like the curiosity mindset myself very well. I get into weeds in a lot of situations and a lot of questions and asking questions and, um, you know, saying that I don't know and building a social debt. That's the other thing that book focuses on is building a social debt. Do good and good will come to you. There's a concept around karma in Hinduism that is focused mm -hmm. on doing right things and complimenting people when do the right things. And that will come back to you double and triple. Fascinating. And the more you help people, the more giving you are, uh, 
the happier you become. Uh, Norway or is it Norway? Uh, was identified, yeah, one of the one of the top countries for happiness yes. because they teach empathy in schools at the elementary level. So um, you talk about emotional intelligence uh, is is the uh, theme in this book. Let's expand on that. And and, um, you know, I often will go on my gut feeling when making decisions and intuition and emotional intelligence is is a, a very important part of that whole journey in learning, in gaining experience, and exploring, and achieving success, isn't it? Absolutely. Particularly in your space in technology, yeah. I mean, you're you're a problem solver, right? That that's the na by nature you like to be in that like space. A problem solver, but you're absolutely right. I think what you said there's a very important point. When 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 we say <clears> we made a decision through our gut. Let me tell you what gut is built of. Gut's built of your past experiences, your beliefs and learnings when you were growing up, the present situation you're in, and your predictability of where you're going. That's what gut's made of. And, and I call it street smarts. A lot of call people emotional intelligence. I'm not a psychologist. Right. I'm not a researcher. I'm a simple guy who's picked up a lot of learnings through the way and put it in a way that people can consume it. Um, and I think... Emotional intelligence is a combination of 16, 20, 25 things. It's not one or two or three. And uh, as I said, this book has those topics of elements that make emotional intelligence successful. I call it street smarts, by the way. Fascinating. Uh, and, and luck is defined as where preparation meets opportunity is uh, a definition that uh, I subscribe to as well. And uh you know, that whole notion of preparation and doing your homework was uh, from my mentors and uh, Professor Bryce Taylor, who was a former Olympian and taught in our sport management program, sadly passed away. But we were we were part of the uh, Toronto bid for the Olympics. We got involved well, with him and he great. was leading that's it. Awesome. But he always talked about doing your homework and and it doesn't end when you've graduated from school. And so. When you have these sorts of leaders that provide you with inspiration, it's just like Mrs. Fogarty from my grade 12 English class wrote in my yearbook back in the day, you only sign a life as growth and drew a little flower in my yearbook. And I read that over and over and over. I'm like, what is she trying to tell me? Yeah. Is she worried about me? She, <laughs> she, in effect, nurtured the growth mindset. So to the teachers out there, the words that you use for your students are very powerful and impactful. Words right? are very, very impactful, positive and negative both. And I think Absolutely. Uh, you're touching on another topic here, which is very important, is the preparation. Um, gut can never guarantee you success. It can guarantee you learning either through failure or building more self-discipline in improving your gut. Uh, one of the things I talk about in the book is the importance of self-discipline and learning and believing in yourself, right? And that's how you make your gut smarter and your decisions are gonna be much, much better. You know, luck is definitely needs to be on your side, but there's other elements you can improve upon to make your luck better too. It's And this Absolutely. is where it becomes science and an art together. Absolutely, and, and one of the things I found growing up is that I focused on something I was really good at that helped me in other things. So I was at a young age, I developed a, a skill for playing hockey 
and that opened so many doors for me and my it expanded my network i played some university hockey uh i still play on the faculty team at york i have my circle of friends my friend group is immersed in this and you you really parents and kids and need to find you your superpower when you have a superpower exploit it because it brings other positive things along with it right i i i'm not surprised you're a fit man i'm so i'm not surprised that you're still i'm trying to retard the aging process is what i'm trying to do hey you're doing pretty well pretty thank you i just turned 60 in june i'm not afraid to say that but uh but i i that's my chronological age my biological age i'm curious as to what that might be at least at least 59 you know but uh but talk to me about um you know the youth today and the millennials and the gen zeds and career trajectories um you know the notion of doing something the rest of your life is not in the cards the same thing i'm on my third career um you know finding that passion gaining the skills we we have co-op students here we have interns we are mentoring ongoing and i think mentorship for me has helped me get to where i am today what are your thoughts on the whole notion of identifying your passion and and finding a mentor and being agile as you evolve through your school systems and beyond this is a this is a very touchy subject it's a long one too so i'm hoping you have the patience to deal with it you know it's important it's very important you know parent nothing's more important than your kids education right i always said that to principals and teachers they don't realize that it 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 it, it would shock people when i'd say that you know i've achieved some success in business but i would con- concisely say there's nothing more important than my kids education because if they're not successful i'm not successful Absolutely. and that whole notion of parental engagement so now i have you know 20 yes. boys that are our cpas but that was a road that we nurtured together. You know, I'm very proud of their achievements, but parental engagement, you have to take responsibility as well. It's not just up to the school systems. And, you know, I'll say this. Back in the day when baby boomers was growing up, survival was the mechanism. Survival was was brought them to work. People who were Gen Xers, it was the quality of work. Now that we get into millennials and Gen Zs, it's about standard of work, which means that the typical work is not about survival. It's not about quality. It's about standard, which is where we see a lot of millennials and younger generations not staying for long periods of time because right. they can't deal with the pressures. They can't deal with um, not passionate enough about what they do. And I talked about something in the book, which is passion is not an input. Passion is an experience and such as hard work and such as fascinating. And so Getting passion out of it is what's more important than putting passion in it. A lot mm-hmm. of times we think, and if you don't, if you don't like something, don't do it. But I think the other mindset is, if you keep doing it long enough and you put enough in it, you will start liking and passion will become an experience. Right. Sometimes you don't have an option to do, you know, uh, whether it's a certain math course or physics that you need to get your grades on to achieve what you want to achieve at the next level to get accepted into a program, but you just have to approach it from a positivity standpoint, I guess. And I think technical and medicine and everything else is going to be one side raking up. 
The other side is going to be people who are not good at these things. And there's going to be kids who are not good at physical education or medicine or technology or mathematics. But what I think they can be complementing all of this is through the emotional intelligence and street smarts. This is where the negotiation comes in. The influencing comes in. Is, is building that tribe, building that team of influencers is what's going to get them there to compete with technology and mathematics and science and physical and those kind of things. So it's, it's, it's a stable stake in today's world. How do you balance your lifestyle and how do you stay energized? For me, if I'm not getting outdoors, if I'm not playing hockey, I get a little edgy and I, I find that's my kind of balancing uh, act, if you will, for me to have the right mindset and positivity and energy to do what I do on a daily basis. How important is that for kids? It is very, very critical. Leaders. Fact, physical <clears throat> combined together is very critical. A concept I talk about in the book is the 21-day rule. Let's suppose you want to go to the gym. You can't get to the gym. You can't get the energy. Try it for 21 days and it will become a habit. And that's a positive rule. That great tip. That is a great tip. 21 days is all you got to give it. So if you can stay self-disciplined for 21 days, you can be a triathlon, you can be a swimmer, you could be a runner, you could be at the gym, you could have six packs, you name it. Just set a goal in front of you, do it for 21 days, and you'll get there. I'm going to work on my six pack for 21 ah, straight yes. days. I'm going to do those crunches. You don't need that, that's fantastic. So, so what's next for you? You have, um, you have this book launch on Saturday, uh, here at the Mindshare workspace. So congratulations yes. on that. That's at, uh, 12, is it 12, 12 noon or one o'clock? One o'clock. Um, first hour is going to be just mingling and, and um, meeting with guests. And we'll get into 1.45 and 2 p.m. And that's where, where I'll talk a little bit about the book. Um, the MP of Arnold Mississauga is confirmed, Mr. Sheridan. And yes. we, will, we will end up with signing books and uh, getting some pictures. So it'll be a fun event. Awesome. What do you hope this book will do for the readers' lives? What, what is your hope? My hope is that this book will touch their lives in a very practical and simple way which means that it will give them an action plans to take the first step. When we think about EQ and think about those psychological type of books, you know, they're high pie in the sky, which means that, you know, all that sounds great, but what do I do tomorrow? What do I do on Monday morning? And I think my hope is that this book will give them tactical steps to take Monday morning and Tuesday morning and every day of the week so that their lives can be improved. It's much more tactical and real when people read this book. Sandy, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. Your inspirational uh, thought leadership is infectious. Kudos to you uh, on the new book, Are thank You a Cruiser? Street Smartness at Life and Work and Everything in Between. Good luck on Saturday. Sorry, I'll be in Florida at, uh, at business meetings. Method. That was Sandeep Grover, the author of the new book, Are You a Cruiser? Street Smartness at Life and Work and Everything in Between. My name is Robert Merlanchia. You're at the Mindshare Workspace and Mindshare Learning. Be sure to check out www.mindsharelearning.com to get your latest issue of our e-magazine. And until next time, stay healthy, stay safe, and keep the curve steep.